0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Asian Americans. And today we are so honored and feel so special uh, to be able to bring you this uh, very special episode of The Asian Americans on June 3rd, uh, which is the release date of a very, very special and unique forever stamp uh, commemorating the Japanese American soldiers of World War II in the Gopher Broke Forever Stamp. And so To share with us a story about how this all happened and to uh, share about with a little bit his story, I am joined today by one of the co-founders of stampourstory.org, Wayne Osako. Hi, Wayne. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Jerry? Good. You know, I am so excited to have this conversation. The the story of the 10442nd Regimental Combat Team is something that I talk about often, when I share about the Asian American experience here on the show and and through other work that I do. Um, and so when our friend Henry Hahn at TDW let me know that the stamp was happening and that it was so soon and um, all, all the history behind it, um, I knew that I wanted to bring you on uh, to share a little bit about uh, how the stamp came about and how you got involved and why it is so important for all of us uh, collectively to continue to share our stories and to to put it bluntly, uh, to go buy the stamp and, and to continue the legacy of these American heroes. And so uh, we'll get to talking about the stamp and the story, but we'd love to know about you and, and your uh, Asian American journey. So uh, Wayne, if you could share with us how the Osako family became uh, Japanese American. then and-
1: I'm third generation um, on my dad's side. I'm fourth generation on my mom's side. And in Japanese-American culture families, we kind of count the immigra- immigration um, generation, um, the first generation. So that's called issei, which means like ichi, you know, number one, and then sei, which means generation. And then nisei, that's the second generation, which is the term for the American-born children of the issei those uh, Nisei are the ones who we are focusing on through the stamp, uh, the Nisei generation who served during World War II. And then the Nisei had children, and that's the Sansei, that's me. And then Yonsei um, is the fourth, um, and Gosei would be the fifth, and so on. So um, yeah, my Grandparents on both sides immigrated in the early 1900s. Um, My mom's side to Oregon and settled in Hood River, Oregon. My grandfather um, was a lumber mill worker, and uh, he he also had an orchard and raised, uh, well, basically had a fruit uh, orchard, so pears, Uh, apples and so on and um, that's where my mom uh, grew up and i used to visit family uh, my grandparents there and the extended family over the years and it's a little little uh, town outside of hood river called d oregon you almost would just miss it if you were driving by on a little mountain road Um, but very near and dear to my heart Um, so on my father's side Um, His parents immigrated from Kagoshima, Japan. My mom's parents immigrated from Fukuoka. So I'm uh, Kyushu, uh, Danshi is what they call it, the Kyushu person um, of Kyushu descent, um, and uh, immigrated to the Los Angeles area. My dad uh, grew up in Long Beach. That's where they settled, and um, my parents met after the war after world war ii and uh, met here in southern california when my mom had moved here and they got married raised a family um and um i i grew up uh going to uh, obon festivals which i don't know if you're aware but in the in the japanese american culture it's um uh, basically remembering and paying homage to and Remember and honoring your ancestors um, and their legacy. Um, we do that uh, every Obon in the summertime and uh, kind of remembering those ancestors who've passed away. So, uh, growing up, as long as I can remember, we're, we're always going to the Obon festivals. Um, my parents, many generations, uh, my, my Issei grandparents would come. With me, with my Nisei uh, parents, and elders, so the extended family, we go to Ob- Obon. So that that's been really huge. And now I bring my daughters to Obon. Um, although with the pandemic, we haven't had that in a while. And unfortunately, I just heard um, even this this summer they're they're not going to do it um, in person anyway. So uh, yeah, that's basically in, in a nutshell um, for for my my
0: heritage and yeah so tell us a little bit more about the the stamp um tell us a little bit from from your what you've learned um I, i guess let's start with how did the movement start and how did you get involved okay so
1: the movement started in 2005 and it was by three Nisei second generation California women, um, two of whom are from Southern California and one is from Northern California. Um, Their names are Fusa Takahashi. And she's the one from right now, she lives in the Sacramento area. And then Aiko King, her best buddy um, growing up. uh, That's Fusa's best buddy. And then the third one is Chiz Ohira, who was a friend of Aiko's. She's from Gardena, California. And so basically the way the story goes is Fusa and Aiko were hanging out in LA in little Tokyo, which I'm sure you've been to, Jerry. (laughs) Um, And, you know, they're hanging out. They went to the Japanese American National Museum and chatting, you know, they walked through the museum, reminiscing, they, they came upon the Nisei soldiers of World War II exhibit, which is part of their main exhibit at that time. It's sort of the end, towards the end of uh, their main exhibit. So they started reminiscing um, about those they knew in camp, some of whom were killed in action. and They were both in the Amachi uh, incarceration camp, or also people call it internment camp, um, during the war. And they were both young teenagers, and they had friends whose older brothers went off to war, and some never returned. Um, And that always, like, stuck with them. And after the exhibit, they got out, and they're reflecting. They're saying you know what what those what those guys did you know they went overseas and they came out of the camps to do that some were drafted some enlisted like even before the war broke out or right after and what they did i mean you know their freedoms were taken away um and yet you know they they stuck to their american principles and and values and said you know what although the leaders have messed up i'm gonna show you know show everybody that that myself my friends my parents my family we're good people and we're we're gonna help the country because the the american principles in the country is bigger than than the internment and the incarceration that they were facing. So they rose above the injustice and went off to serve. And they did so 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 valiantly with dignity and patience. We call it gaman in Japanese, which means an enduring kind of spirit. And gambaru is another word we use, which means, to hang in there and to to persevere. And they they went off and they served and they became the most decorated unit in American military history um, for their size and length of service. So after this exhibit, they're like, you know what? We gotta do something. They're both in their late 70s. They were like 78, 79, and when most uh, people at that age maybe want to hang out, um, maybe play a little golf or, or um, you know something like that, they they basically wanted to um, start a campaign, and that's what they did. They said, "Yeah, let's do it. Let, let's get a let's get a postage stamp." You know, they could make stamps for actors, for fictional. Uh, cartoon characters, for, you know, artworks, uh, like belts and flowers. And, you know, hey, let, let, why don't we, we, these soldiers deserve it. Um, so they, they start talking to their friends. They said, what are we going to do? They said, oh, we got to write letters. Let's write the president. Yeah, let's write Senator Daniel Inouye. Uh, he, he was at the time the highest-ranking, um, highest-ranking Asian American actually at the time. He, he's um, from Hawaii, and he served for, for many years, and he um, became like the highest-ranking Asian American in in Congress. Um, and he uh, was a decorated World War II Nisei soldier, and he even was awarded the Medal of Honor. Um, So they wrote to him. And then um, somewhere along the line there, uh, uh, you know, Chiz and her husband, Ted, who, by the way, was uh, also a 442nd veteran, Mm -hmm. they were founding members of the Gopher Broke National Education Center uh, in Los Angeles. And Chiz was like one of those super volunteers uh who's just there all the time talking to people anything that they needed stuffing envelopes for newsletters um anything so they um she's she got her friends at the Go for Broke center to to join so they said oh yeah let's write letters hey could you write a letter um oh why don't we do a petition um so they they started doing a petition it was all handwritten and then that's when um I was approached by by Chiz, uh, and Chiz uh, approached me. She said, "Hey, you know, uh, we're doing this stamp campaign, and we're gonna we're gonna honor the Nisei soldiers. C- can you help us? You know, uh, we we need we don't we are not good on computers, but um, you know, can you can you help?" And, and when I heard that, I'm like, "Oh, yes, that's that's one of the best ideas I've heard." You know, like. Um, Me personally, I have a a passion for the arts and and, and I love stamps. Um, I'm not, I don't have the biggest collection, but uh, my wife and I uh, have a small collection and we we both um, love the design of stamps Um, and they're charming. They're they're little pieces of sticky paper, right? And they, they can tell stories in a really small little frame. And they're enduring. So it's like forever in a way, because it's those stamped little images are iconic. So, um, you know, I was like, yeah, we got to do this. Okay, what do you need? So we started working together and I basically formatted their handwritten and basically old typewritten letters and started uh, using, using uh, word processing to help and spreadsheets and so on so we formalized it um, soon after we delivered petitions to all the people we could and then those people receiving them saying yeah give me more give me more so um, it started to spread started to kind of go viral Um, and i don't know if you know jerry but you know in hawaii that's the largest uh, concentration of Japanese americans um in the united states um so the folks in hawaii were all all about it they're like yeah come on we're gonna join you let's do it um chiz Ohira's husband um ted uh, was from originally from makaweli um, hawaii and he called his friends there, relatives um and it started to just it's like a friends and family basically campaign at first so we I said, "Yeah, hey, could you talk to so and so? Yeah, hey, could you write some letters?" So, um, pretty soon, you know, just after maybe like a year, year and a half, we had like over ten thousand petition signatures and letters, and we had received responses from uh, Senator Inaway and others, um, and it started to grow. And then we started to get uh, members of the press. You know, we got we got uh, news. Uh, articles written about the stamp campaign um, it started to take off. That was in the late, well, in like around 2007, 2008, um, and uh, started to grow and kind of took off from there.
0: When I hear the story about the soldiers, it still boggles my mind that um, for 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 many it is very hard to understand um, that they found the courage and the desire to go serve a country that put their families away and and yet even after all that we have heard the stories of the treatment that so many of the soldiers had received when they came home um and still yet it's not something that we've often heard about right in, in history books or in our classrooms and so i i, I am so moved buy uh, by it. I you know, a, a part of me, Wayne, it's it's a little sad that the widows of the heroes had to be the ones to advocate for this. Right? That somehow uh it's not you know, a, a stamp isn't um you know in, in any by measure or, or by any measure uh the epitome of, of legacy however I think it's critically important. Um and, and yet for, for those who understand the timeline or, or you very well understand the timeline, um, it took almost 15 years. Um, why, why did it take so long? And, and what did you learn about the, the men, the families, and, and their legacies in the process? There are
1: lots of reasons why it took so long. And you're right. I mean, this is basically the 16th year uh, of the overall effort that's concluding this week. Uh, with the release of the stamp, um, so the basically the the whole timeline for a stamp. It, if if you Jerry came up with an idea today and you're like, hey, yes, we gotta we gotta do this, we gotta do this stamp. Uh, you could submit it. Anybody can do that. Um, basically, it's only in like letter form, like old fashioned letter. Uh, you gotta mail it. Um, in snail mail. And the postal service, let's say that they got it next week. They're like, oh man, you see this guy, Jerry's idea? Yeah. Okay. Let's get this stamp. Okay. Okay. So they green light it, right? Basically, they'll, they won't tell you, by the way, Jerry, they're just going to say, oh, hey, we received your your subject proposal and we'll get back to you. That's it, basically it's in a letter form. It's, it's uh, old school. So, and you'll be sitting there and you'll go, Hmm, does that, what does that mean? That, what does that mean? You know, does it mean they like it or not? So, um, but they don't say anything. And there's no obligation that to, they do that. Um, they, they will accept the proposal. They, um, they do discuss it. There's an internal committee that discusses it. Um, and once it's selected, it takes at least like two to three years for the stamp to be issued, um, to actually be printed, designed, printed, and then finally be announced and issued. So technically speaking, our stamp campaign, we've been flying on blind faith, you know, all these years. We only learned about the success of the Go for Broke soldiers stamp proposal. Um, back in November of last year so we we found out when everybody else found out because the post service just did a press release say oh by the way next year the Gopher for brook soldiers stamps coming out and that's it and they, they didn't contact us or anything so um yeah so you, you kind of fly in blind faith all these years um however long it takes your, your stamp uh, campaign um so um so that's one reason um but So you know the best case scenario you're going to see maybe a stamp within four years, and then you won't even know if if at all like during that process whether it's been successful or not. Um, And by the way, they only accept uh, written proposals. There's no acceptance of images, so you can't design a stamp and then say, "Hey, do it this way." Um, No, they they will send it back. They're 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 not going to accept anything. So they decide on the the name, the design, everything, and that's all done internally. Um, And all the committee meetings that they have over decision making, it's all done internally and it's not open to the public. And what we've uh, been told is, you know, they receive upwards of, you know, 30,000 plus uh, subject proposals every year. So out of all those, they cull through them and there's only, you know, a handful, basically maybe a dozen or so stamps, uh, or a little more than that, um, each year, and then they're you know, just a few of those are commemorative, like more historical stamps. So um it's extremely rare. And on top of it all, Jerry, you know, the Asian American Pacific Islander heritage is is very lacking in the postal service, uh, stamp subjects. So that's something, yeah. And that's pretty well documented. Even there's a congressional study by Congressman Mike, Mike Honda, um, uh, a few years ago and he sort of, he he was a proponent of, of the stamp. He he helped us in the early years and did it, did an informal study with his staff, you know, and he found, Um, Just subjects alone, not not talking about historical subjects where where it's AAPI, but just anything like sort of Asian-themed, which might even be a Lunar New Year stamp or whatever, but um, just like very few. Um, And I think they counted, I'd have to look again, but, you know, maybe 40, 50 different types of of stamps out of the whole history of stamps. And that's um, every year for, you know, However long they've been printing stamps for, um, you know, 150 years or plus 200 years. So, um, so API subjects are rare, and on top of that, um, just to get the Nisei soldier stamp took uh, a lot of convincing because uh, they the the Postal Service did not have a a written guideline posted about it but um, about four years into our campaign um, they did they, they got all this attention and petitions and lawmakers pressing them on it so then they said okay yeah we, we got to make a statement on it so internally with the help of of uh, a congressional member they had a meeting and then through that meeting they basically said oh by the way sorry but we have this little internal guideline that says um the military units or groups in the military they uh we we decided a few years ago not not to accept those types of proposals um we we there are just too many to choose from um you know it, it, and it's they didn't want the controversy or whatever they just said yeah so sorry you know we we cannot accept something that's going to honor a group in our military history so we heard that and honestly it was a little a little bit i don't want to say offensive but just kind of like taken aback i'm like what you know like uh you can you know have like hundreds of cartoon characters and there's like not a Uh, sort of any hesitancy there, but in the legacy of of our nation's military, especially um, something so patriotic. I mean, with we just got, you know, Memorial Day was just last weekend. And, you know, all those killed in action who came from many AAPI uh, um, men uh, and women, you know, served and many were killed in action. So, We can't even honor uh, those people. Um, So, uh, you know, we were taken aback and we said, you know what? Hey, we're not going to give up. You know, if if that's true, we got to change that policy. Maybe we can tweak our our proposal a little bit, um, but we got to keep forging ahead. There's there's no way, you know, like that. Um, So that's what we did. So we regrouped. um, We kind of pivoted a little bit with um, a, an alternative proposal that honored, that told the Nisei soldier story through the uh, National Japanese American Memorial to Patriotism, which is in Washington, DC. It's a little memorial, it's it's wonderful. Uh, and, and it's really actually close to the National Postal Museum, ironically, or coincidentally, I should say. Uh, and, you, you know, it's, um, it honors those men and women who served uh, of Japanese um, uh, heritage, um, those those American men and women and uh, also shows the all the names of the camps, the incarceration centers that they many of them enlisted from, and also those who were killed in action. So um, we thought okay, um, they, they do accept monument proposals so, uh, we said that would be okay. If you can't do one to honor the enlisted soldiers, we'll, we'll, you know the memorial is okay. So we we pivoted and said said so said the, what I just explained to them in a letter form. I said okay, hey, let's um, you know if you can't do it with your guideline, you know we would encourage you to change the guideline first of all. But um, you know if you can't do it, let's you know hey, how about the memorial and So they said, okay, Um, they got back to me and said, yeah, uh, we're going to consider that. And they considered it and considered it for many years. So, you know, even with that one, they, we didn't get any message from them. So um, yeah, Jerry, I mean, it it, it takes all these years um, and, and struggles, but it took persistence of the three Nisei women, Fusa, Aiko, and Chiz, they have inspired all the people who helped the stamp campaign. By the way, most of those who helped initially, um, they were the Nisei. And then the elders started telling their their Sansei, their children, and their children's children, their grandchildren. And it, it's really like a friends and family campaign is how it's grown. So it, it's the family members and friends, not only, by the way, you know Japanese-American, but neighbors and just people like friends. Um, we, we have strangers too that said, yeah, you know, that needs to be a stamp. And they, across the country, helped us. Um, there's a woman, Carol Herhold, in Chicago, Illinois. She, she had no family connection to Japanese Americans, but she was so moved by... The story and the campaign uh, she also by the way is is an elder that who'd retired and she said hey i gotta help this campaign and she started phoning her lawmakers there and got the illinois state uh, legislature to do a proclamation of support uh, i should say a resolution of support and That was just that was just from her. It didn't even come out of the Japanese American community there. Um. So, you know, that type of story is inspiring, and there are many of those types of stories where just upstanders. You know, people that believe in something. They they stood up. Um, whether it's someone of European ancestry like Carol, whether it's uh, you know Latinx, you know heritage whether it's another api group um they they stood up and they helped and that's why we have the stamp today so it's a collective effort of many people um at many levels uh, in our in our government and in our society so that's what is making this stamp so special is that it, it it embodies that uh grassroots that that um that effort that came from the streets, so to speak, and came came from just just everyday people um, across the whole United States, and that's what led to the stamp. Um, and Jerry, even I should say, I want to share even in France. You know, we we had. I don't know if you know, but in, in during World War II, the Nice soldiers helped liberate uh, towns in France. And they did so in Italy too, um, by the way, but uh, th- the French people have really em- embraced the Nisei. And over many years now, since World War II, they've had reunions with, with the Nisei and their descendants, the Nisei vets would go over um, and they'd have parades in, in these French towns. They name streets after the Nisei soldiers they teach about the Nisei soldiers to the community, to young people. It's amazing. And when the French locals in these towns heard about the stamp, uh, so the stamp campaign, I should say, um, they jumped on board. You know, they mayors wrote letters, um, citizens filled out petitions, and they were documented and sent to the Postal Service. So, you know, this little stamp uh embodies that whole history and I honestly don't know of any other stamp that have that has this type of grassroots swelling of support with such a deep impactful story that reaches across American society and into the World War II era with with a story that is impactful today as the incarceration of an AAPI group, due only to their ancestry. So, um, you know, these types of stories resonate
0: through this little stamp. So the stamp is out today. Uh, by the time folks listen to this, yep. What does that mean for you personally? So, to me personally, it it embodies the
1: the spirit, the persevering, enduring spirit of my Nisei elders, and Issei elders. The Issei, that first generation that immigrated from the old country, as we call it, uh, as from Japan, the Issei taught their Nisei, American-born children, to persevere, to endure, and to get through hardships, whether it's prejudice, which they faced, they definitely faced that East Aid generation. They could not become naturalized citizens even after World War II, um, and they said, "Hey, things aren't things aren't very good. Yeah, there's laws that restrict us. We're spit upon. We're called names, but we're gonna, and you are gonna stick through this, okay? So the the East Aid taught them these ideas." the ideals and they they also taught them to through your life through your life's work and your actions honor your ancestry another way you may have heard is don't bring shame on on your family but that's the way it comes out is sort of a negative way but but basically don't bring shame also means in a positive way hey em, embrace your heritage and and be proud of your family and 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 that and your family's story yeah
0: and what does it mean for i know that not everybody is is with us unfortunately but what does it mean to uh, the folks who lived through it uh, and now get to see their brave fathers grandfathers husbands uh, honored this way through the stamp
1: Yeah, I think um, through this stamp, through those people who signed a petition, and, and they're out there. You know, those 20,000 people that literally wrote letters, signed the little petition that were handed out by by the these Nisei elders who were standing in the street at, at Nisei Week or at a festival, or honestly, they even did it in front of a grocery store. You know, they, somebody these people signed and i I still have uh copies of some of those um they're people from across the country, so all of those people they're gonna say yes, okay I, I, what I did mattered in a little way, you know, like, hey, I signed this I, hey i I wrote a, a really short half page letter to the postmaster, and look it worked it it took sixteen years to do it, but uh you know, we got it. So um, so I think there's a sense of, of happiness. There's definitely a sense of gratitude. Um, and, and that's for for what the Nisei uh, did as far as the Nisei soldiers, but also what our Nisei elders did to get to campaign for the stamp. So we're so proud of FUSA, Aiko, and Chiz and all that they did. Um, we're proud of... Our Nisei who, who championed the stamp, we're proud of all those upstanders out there, whether they're AAPIs, whether they're non-API, just just people in, in the world today. And they saw this as a human story of overcoming great difficulty and persevering, enduring through those difficulties, even injustice. Prejudice, be, just because of the way you look, because of your your heritage, because of the the immigrant generation in your family, when people who are, who are bigoted, prejudiced about it, laughed at you and laughed at at those elders. Hey, you know, our our families know better, and we know to stand tall. To know we know that. Our elders are to be respected. Our elders are to be cherished, embraced, and they're an important part of our story.
0: What is your message to Asian Americans, allies, and friends listening? Um, obviously, we encourage people to go buy the stamp. Um, but other than that, what lessons have you learned that you want to share with the audience and Um, If we could do this in a way that we typically do on the show as we end our conversation today, Wayne, and to say it in the form of a letter. So a a Dear Asian Americans letter and then combining the things that you've learned, the things that you've shared stories with of all the people involved in this campaign to memorialize the legacy and to uh, forever remember these folks uh, who, who bravely gave their lives amidst such, such difficult circumstances that we may never personally and truly be able to understand Um, share with us some of your parting thoughts and encouragement Um, and so i'll I'll start the letter and if you can help us finish uh, the show uh, by completing the letter dear asian americans
1: dear asian americans i write to you today as a father of yonsei gosei children who are of japanese heritage but also of Chinese and Thai heritage and my family is proud of our heritage even though sometimes people may laugh at someone's heritage or put people down because of their AAPI heritage be proud remember and and embrace who you are. Remember your history. Remember those who walked the path before you. Retell their stories. Retell them forever, especially the important ones. In our Japanese American history, one of those most important stories is the Nisei soldiers of World War II. Many of them endured incarceration in camps due only due only to the fact that they had family parents who came from an old country in Asian in in Asia. And Because of their Japanese heritage, after war broke out, they were looked upon as the enemy. And the Nisei soldiers rose above that and they stuck to their American principles. They endured the hardships of war to help build a foundation for their children and their grandchildren for future generations like us to have a better life. So remember and tell
0: that story forever. Thank you, Wayne. And and I want to thank everybody involved in this campaign, uh you, the the woman, um the countless, the tens of thousands of families uh who, who still are uh, sharing their stories you know w- when i was sharing about this with some friends of mine, japanese american friends mm-hmm. um often i would get you know my grandfather served in that unit mm. and so this isn't you know when we think about historical events this isn't that old these are our grandparents you know this is right. within still our, our, our lifetimes and so um i think even though it took Almost 16 years. The fact that it is happening now in 2021, when perhaps not a, not not the same, of course, but we are as a, as a community, Asian Americans are living through yet another ugly chapter. Um, for us to be able to commemorate and to celebrate um, this group of very often untold American heroes in 2021. Uh, Right after Heritage Month is over, I I don't think there could have been a a better time for us to launch this stamp together and to encourage people to learn about American history through sharing our stories. And so uh, to you and and to everybody who's been involved, to the tens of thousands who've signed and and to the people who are buying stamps now and for everybody who uh, going to stampourstory.org and sharing it out and getting all the message out there thank you uh if if our history wasn't taught to us in the way that we want it to be told it is on us the future generations to own it and to teach it to our own kids so uh Wayne I, I am so glad that we met thank you for sharing your story and and thank you for sharing the story of the stamp so that we can commemorate this together um I, I am so proud and so honored to uh, to do this with you and Uh, I myself will be visiting post offices on on Thursday to go buy some and order more online. So uh, I encourage everybody to do the same. Um, Everybody still sends letters. And for as long as I can help it, I want to share a little bit of American, specifically Asian American history uh, with those who get letters from our family and and from our company. So uh, thank you, Wayne, so much for joining us today. Uh, Check out stampourstory.org to learn more. Uh, stamps are available for purchase at usps dot com and in person as well and let's show them that our stories matter and let's share let let's show them that we are willing to vote with our wallets uh, to make sure that our stories will never ever be erased. Wayne, thank you so much for joining us today. hey, thank you, Jerry.